on your part. Um, here we go. Welcome to the On Track and Field podcast. I'm your host, JT Ayers. And all things track and field related, on trackandfield.com. On trackandfield.com. You can spell that. You don't need chat GPT to tell you how to get there. You can go there. Just check out their website. You're going to see everything from shoes. Yes, they sell shoes to track and field equipment and blogs and podcasts. This podcast will be on there. But let me just tell you about this company. I'm a head coach and I work with them and I love working with them. In fact, last week, the CEO drove down a U-Haul. It was a two and a half, three hour drive and he shows up and I have a brand new custom high jump pit and I got it at a really good price. I'm not going to tell you my price, but it was better than everybody else because on track and field is going to take care of you and it is huge and glorious and I'm so excited and we'll... I'm going to be broadcasting, and I know they will as well, what it looks like to get products from them. So ontrackandfield.com is the sole power of that is behind this podcast, and I love working with them. You will too. With me today is Russ Stevens, who's Topo Athletic. He's been with them for like five and a half years. He started out as customer service, worked his way up. Now he's a product manager, and he's been in that role for about a year and a half. But let me tell you about why we have him on this podcast. We're going to talk about shoes. Because that's just not something people talk about. And I'm actually, I'm wearing those shoes. I'm wearing a Topo Athletic shoe and they're really comfortable. So we're going to talk about why the shoe is what it is and what makes shoes good, what makes shoes good for you. So hopefully you're going to get a lot out of this podcast. But Russ, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks, JT. Thanks for having me. Well, listen, I'm just going to pepper you with questions because this is something that Again, I just said that people aren't talking about too much, but they what they do talk about is that shoes make people better. The athletes are running faster because of the shoes. They're training better because of the shoes. Well, let's just start with that. What is the science behind these shoes that wasn't here 25, 20, whatever years ago? What makes Topo even like in that conversation as a good shoe? Like, what is it? And you're a product manager. So please tell us about this product. Sure. So with Topo Athletics specifically, let me give you a little bit of background about our company, and then maybe I'll kind of try and answer the, the question a bit more broadly. Perfect. So um, here at Topo Athletic, we make shoes at a variety of stack heights and different drops. All of our shoes have three key features, and those key features are a roomy toe box that allows your toes to spread and splay naturally, a locked-in midfoot and heel. So while there's room in the toe box, the uh, your foot isn't going to be sliding around within the shoe. You get a really nice locked-in fit. Finally, all of our shoes are low heel to toe drop, but not necessarily zero heel to toe drop. So we have five millimeter drop, three millimeter drop and zero drop options. So to answer your broader question on, you know, what's what's changed in the past 25 years with footwear? I think there are a variety of things. One is that foams have gotten a lot more lightweight. Um, so I, I think that's a big reason that you're seeing, seeing people maybe run faster or train more effectively is just that that level of cushioning. Um, also just more learnings around the biomechanics with athletes um, and incorporating that into footwear. That's something that we work hard to do here at Topo Athletic. Um, understanding, of course, that shoes are, are really tools that aid and help somebody um, run faster. Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, there's not a shoe yet that is necessarily going to run a time for you, but having the right shoe is certainly going to help in your training and help in your performance. That makes a lot of sense. And I also want to make sure I, I give this quick caveat you're not a sponsor. You're not paying us to be on here. This is something that we reached out to you about because I was given a shoe and I started wearing it and I was like, this is different. 
This is different than anything I've ever felt. So explain heel drop. Explain what that means and what is that in relation to the distance runner versus the sp short sprinter? Sure. So the heel to toe drop um, or offset within a shoe is the relative stock height of the heel versus the forefoot of a shoe. So for example, a five millimeter drop shoe would have, um, let's say 30 millimeters of foam underneath your heel and 25 millimeters of foam underneath your forefoot. And the difference there is five millimeters. So five millimeter offset. You'll also hear about people talk about zero drop or zero offset shoes. What that means is that the stock height of the shoe is equal under the heel or under the forefoot. The advantage of having a lower drop shoe, we believe, is that it puts you into a more athletic position so that you're uh, landing a little bit more under your body and tend to land a bit more on your forefoot versus on your heel, um, which can happen if you're running in a higher drop option, um, which is why all of our shoes are in that low drop category. So for a distance runner, you know, it, it's just nice to be biomechanically sound and landing under the center of mass, um, which we believe that lower drop options provide. With a sprinter, I'll admit that I, I don't have a sprint background myself, but from speaking with friends that do, and you know, some of um, the biomechanics that we've worked with here at Topo Athletic, it seems that sprinting can even have more of an advantage with that, because of course you wanna be on the ball of your foot, you're tending to land directly under your center of mass and having that, that lower offset set shoe and even more minimal options sometimes in practice can be very helpful because it allows you to really focus on your form without having a product that, um, you know, might, might be great for somebody who's going to be walking or running long distances, but for sprinting, you want to have that ground contact, uh, without having too much stack on underfoot. So every coach is going to get the same question, coach, what shoes should I be wearing? And we're, we're literally given this platform to recommend. And I know, I hope that your answer doesn't get you fired, but like, what makes Topo different? Like, should I be recommending? I typically go, Hey, just get something that you feel good in. Uh, I like ASICs. I like, um, mm -hmm. you know, Topo's in there. I like, I mean, but then they're getting these shoes that are $300 and like, it looks like the foam padding is like, may make them like six foot four now rather than a five foot nine kid. Like what should, what should we be recommending and why is Topo different than all the other ones? Sure. So, I mean, let me start by saying there's there's a lot of great brands out there on the market. So, I'm not I'm not going to say that you know Topo Athletic is necessarily the the best footwear for every single person, regardless of the use case or what they're trying to do with the shoe. Um, you know, the brands that you mentioned, like Asics, makes a lot of great product. Nike makes great product, obviously. Brooks and Hoka make really good product. But what differentiates Topo Athletic are those three key features that I mentioned at um, the first part of the the podcast, where we have that roomy toe box um, that allows your toes to spread and splay naturally. And we maintain a really nice locked in fit through the midfoot and heel. And that fit is really our key differentiator. On top of that, we do have the low drop platform. So five millimeter drop, three millimeter drop and zero drop options. And then within that, we have an array of stack heights um, and, and different types of foam within our line based on the use case of the shoe. So oftentimes we find that people that love Topo Athletic are looking for that type of fit that we deliver, um, again, with just a little bit more room up in the toe box um, that we believe helps to promote, you know, better foot health and just overall comfort within the shoe. Um, but then, you know, getting into specific products, it, it kind of depends on the, the athlete you're speaking to. Maybe somebody that's, you know, more of a sprinter would prefer an option like the Flylight in our line, which is a really great, moderately cushioned, fast and lightweight shoe that we're really excited about the next iterations of that product comes um, comes next month. But if you have someone who's more of a long distance runner, they might prefer the shoe that you're wearing, which is our, our Phantom, which is kind of our higher cushion, neutral daily trainer. 
So I, I know I'm, I'm not giving you a direct answer, um, but I guess it's to say it kind of depends on who that athlete is and the use case of, um, and the use case you're trying to get that athlete into um, or the event they're trying to do. And that'll kind of determine right. the issue they should be selecting. So let's just take your hypothetical average athlete is sitting at home and he's trying to figure out the best shoe mm-hmm. to wear to train or even just wear around you know, school or around life because they should not be wearing vans because those are awful. So, or they're, God forbid, they're Crocs. So how do they go and figure out what shoe they should be in? Well, I think that one of the best ways to figure out what type of shoe you should be in is to go to your local run specialty store and allow them to fit you. The folks that are working at run specialty stores have a passion for the sport. Oftentimes they're former athletes themselves and they see, you know, many customers coming in um, who are looking for different shoes. They'll typically assess your fit, talk to you a little bit about what you're trying to do with the shoe, and then, you know, pull you some different options. While online shopping is great, it's really convenient. Um, I think that there's something about being able to try on multiple shoes um, next to somebody that really knows what they're talking about that helps to ensure that you're going to be getting the right shoe for for yourself. You only make shoes for running? We primarily make shoes for running. We also do have some options for hiking as well as trail running. Um, but we don't have any like track and field spike yet, if that's what you were asking. Or a basketball shoe. I would love to have a basketball shoe for my kid. Um, all right. So it's it's really interesting because, and I'm going to say this just, hopefully it's not a dig. I've never heard of you until, you know, <laughs> Steve Rangel, the CEO of On Track and Field, said, hey, I got some shoes for you. And I put them on and I haven't taken them off. Um why why haven't I heard of Topo and are you a fairly new company? I mean, it, what how did you get involved with this company? Sure. So Topo Athletic is a relatively new company in the grand scheme of shoe companies. Uh, we're a little less than 10 years old. Uh, we were founded in uh, 2013 by Tony Post, which is how we get our name. The first two letters of his first and last name, Tony Post, Topo, which oh, was so a big, super humble. Had. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually really clever. Well, he, I, I think that that was a tough part of uh, coming up with the name. It's, it's funny. Tony typically is a pretty humble guy. And, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, that, that is our name um, comes from a nickname that he had in college when he was running for the university of Tulsa. Um, before his time at Topo athletic, he had served as the president of uh, Vibram USA. And before that um, had worked for the Rockport company, which is, you know, more of a shoe or a brown shoe company or comfort shoe company company i guess my my i was just trying to figure out like how come i haven't really heard of you guys until someone put you know they gave me the shoe sure so i think part of that is you know just as as a lot of new companies um we we've been trying to grow responsibly um obviously we want plenty of people to know about topo athletic but at the same time part of that responsible growth is making sure that we're you know um distributing our our product in a really conscious way where we're trying to work with key specialty retailers. We're not trying to just kind of blow the brand up across um, big box stores. We love the business that some big box stores do, but we don't think it's quite right for Topo Athletic. We think that that sit and fit experience that I alluded to at specialty stores is where we're really where we succeed. Um, so I think that that may be part of the reason that folks haven't really heard about Topo Athletic too much. The other reason is that, you know, uh, we're, we're really working hard to continue to grow, but at the same time, um, I think we still have a ways to go to, to reach that critical mass of folks that, that know about our brand. Oh, that's fair. And I appreciate you even answering that question. That wasn't a very easy 
thing to be asked. Um, okay. So in regards to shoes and you're trying to engineer these shoes for different foot strikes for different type of athletes for wear and tear. I mean, what does it look like to engineer one of these things? Like, how are you sitting down and maybe not just you, but how does your company, how's any company figure out what the science is for these shoes? Sure. Um, I, I can't speak for every company, but speaking for Topo Athletic, um, it always starts with, you know, the customer comes first and the you and the the consideration for what the customer is going to be using the shoe for comes first when we're working on a product. So, you know, what you're going to assess um, the product against is really important to understand. And that's that's what I, I start with when I'm writing my brief is making sure to describe that customer and describe the use of the shoe. For instance, if we're making a barefoot trainer, what you're assessing for is going to be very different than if you're making your max cushion shoe. Um, but then once you have that, those parameters set, typically we start with lab testing to make sure the materials are going to perform the way we expect them to. So you can assess you know, the, the softness of the foam, the rebound of the foam, the durability of the upper, everything like that. Um, but that's sort of the baseline. I, I think that lab testing, at least in our case, is really important to make sure the materials perform the way you expect um, in a lab setting. But ultimately, what really allows you to, to kind of take it to the next level is field testing. And we have a team of, you know, valued athletes and wear testers and um, even podiatrists that we work with um, here at Topo Athletic that we really respect their feedback and think that you know, when, when they're using it out in the field for the desired use of the shoe. So, um, you know, if that's trail running or racing or, or what have you, that's, that's kind of the feedback that we take back and then make corrections and adjustments as, as needed. Oh yeah. Field testing. That's, that's genius. I like that idea. Um, yeah, I think it's just, so do your shoes, <laughs> maybe this will be our clip that I throw out on social media. <laughs> do Topo shoes solve shin splints? Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to dodge that question. Um, <laughs> I knew it. I knew do they, it. do they solve shin splints? I, 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 for my customer service days, that was a question that we would get a lot. Like what are, I have shin splints. What are the best shoes for that? I, I would say that if you're suffering from shin splints, um, I have the very unsexy answer of you should probably go and talk to a podiatrist or talk to a PT to understand the, the root cause of your shin splints, because I could say, you know, we have an option with more cushioning that's going to, you know, take some of the stress off your legs or be a higher drop option that's going to take some stress off of your legs or a wider toe box, which may might make your feet feel a little bit um, or feel a lot better when you're out on a run. But if those aren't the problems that are causing your shin splints, they're not necessarily going to help. So I think, you know, I guess to try and tie it in, it's kind of kind of like when you're writing the brief for the shoe. The first thing to understand is sort of the cause or the outcome that you're hoping for. And then you have to understand sort of what the um, what the underlying issues are that you're trying to solve. So in the case of shin splints, you need to understand what imbalance you're suffering from, or maybe what muscles in your shins might be a little bit weak before you can start looking for solutions. Um, so there's no no one size fits all, unfortunately, for the shoe that's going to solve shin splints. Just like there's not a one size fits all shoe for you know what's going to be the quote unquote best shoe for somebody. That's a question that we get asked a lot. Is um, and maybe you do too with your athletes. Oh, for like, sure. What's what's the best shoe? And oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I I I wish that there was one best shoe in some ways because it would make the um it would make the job a lot easier. But if I could just make that one perfect shoe for everybody, but at the same time, there's so many there's so much variation in people in foot strike and you know um height weight and you know what they want to do with the shoe that 
it's it's very hard to answer a question like that. Um, ultimately, it comes down to to personal preference and what's going to be best for you as an individual. Well, I'll help you out as a coach. Don't walk around the whole day in terrible shoes and then go to train in good shoes. Like wear nice shoes all day and the foam padding, heel drop, all that stuff. It's going to help. It's going to help your shin splints. So that's my little caveat with that. Um, should I be spending hundreds of dollars on shoes? I mean, can I, can I actually, and this is probably a weighted question too. Can I go spend and get the $60 topo shoe and not the hundred and whatever topo shoe and still find the benefit in it? I mean, how much money should I be spending? And please answer honestly, this is a safe space. Yeah. So uh, within, within Topo Athletic, you're not, a, you're not going to find a $60 topo shoe. Um, the, the lowest price point we have, I think right now is $115. And that's because we, we really try and use premium materials and midsoles and insoles and the, you know, mesh upper. We think that the quality of the product is, is really important when we're, when we're putting out something with the Topo Athletic name. I think with that, with that in mind, um, you know, I, I don't want to limit um, someone who might be trying to get out running for the first time. A $60 shoe is certainly better than nothing. Um, and and I, I don't want to make like, you know, come across as elitist or or anything like that. But I think that if you're going to be buying a high quality running shoe, you should expect to pay around $140 at this point. Um, that's that's kind of the going rate for for a high quality running shoe. I think that you're going to find that you know, while, while you can certainly run in a $60 shoe, you can run a nice shoe. Once you start to get into something that's a little bit more premium, you're going to find just the durability is better. The foam is better. The cushioning is better. Probably the overall fit and build quality of that type of product is going to be better. So while there is more of a cost, you know, on the front end, it's probably going to last longer and keep your body feeling better, um, you know, over the course of whatever exercise you're trying to do. Now that's fair. And I appreciate that too. Cause we need to know that, especially if you listen to this podcast, we're all going to be the whole audience, including you and myself, are in the market to buy a product that we want to feel good about. And sometimes just spending lots of money doesn't mean it's going to be a good shoe. So go to those rest, those running specialty stores and they should help you out. All right. So real quick, rapid fire questions as we end. In your estimation, your mind, what's the best shoe for a distance runner? And let's talk about marathoner. Like what's the best shoe for that person? Sure. So I'm going to give you answers for all Topo Athletic shoes. Um, I think within the Topo Athletic line right now, if someone's training for a marathon, they should they would probably want to try out our Phantom Three. Okay. Now, what if I move on down and uh, I'm more of a I more do more speed? If you want to do speed work, uh, we have a really exciting shoe right now called the Cyclone Two that I've really been loving for my speed work. It's a full P-Box midsole, which is that super responsive, really lightweight foam that has been popularized in products like the um, like the Vaporfly from Nike or the Endorphin series from Saucony. It's very fast, very light, very responsive. That's a shoe I would check out if I were, you know, younger and looking for an up-tempo trainer or even a love it. Now, let's say I'm just going to, I'm on my feet all day and I happen to be a track coach and I'm walking around all the time and uh, I'm... I'm literally putting 20,000 steps on my little Fitbit every day. What shoe should I be in? Well, again, I, I mean, I think that the needs for the the person that's training for a marathon and the person that's going to be on your on their feet walking for 20,000 steps a day are, are actually fairly similar. So 
I think right now in our line, you'd want to check out either the Phantom 3 if you like a neutral shoe or the Ultrafly if you're looking for something with a little bit of medial support. But we do have a product coming in November called the Atmos. And I think that'll really be the shoe that, that you're looking for. I'm writing all these down. This is so cool. Okay. And then now give me the promo code that gives me 50% off. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> off off um, mic. Off mic. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Of course. Um, where can we go and find out more information about shoes, these shoes in, in particular? And if I want to go, I'm listening to this podcast and I want to go and just get the Phantom 3 or I just want to go get that shoe that you recommended. Where do I go? Well, the first thing I would I would do, of course, is um, you can go on topoathletic.com and in the top right corner of our website, we do have a dealer locator. You can type in your hometown or zip code and see some local uh, dealers that may carry our brand. Again, I think it's best to try on the shoes at, at your local specialty retailer um, so you can really get to experience our fit and the fit of some other products. But if there's not a retailer nearby, um, you can always go on topoathletic.com to order our product and learn more about our shoes. Love it, man. This is fantastic. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we sign off? I think you covered it, JT. I, I really appreciate you having me on, and I hope that people find this podcast to be helpful. Yeah, and you know what? If we get a lot of feedback, we'll have you back on, and we'll talk more. Maybe, man, I would. you're the first time we've ever had, or this is the first time we've ever had anybody talk about the science of a shoe, and I try to ask as many questions as I could for my own curiosity, and this is very, very helpful. So I really appreciate you coming on, man, and having to talk about this, even though I threw some kind of weighty, unfair questions your way. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, this podcast is brought to you by OnTrackAndField.com and RelayBatons.com, where you can get custom engraved, competition-ready batons that are really, really cool. And I actually have a bunch. You can go on my social media and just see what I've done with them. I actually buy them as gifts. For Father's Day, I gave my dad one. And he was very, very excited about that. So dad, if you're listening, um, you're welcome. So RelayBatons.com and OnTrackAndField.com are the places you want to go. Stick around. Listen to Steve, our CEO, let you know more about how to get in contact with them on social media. And um, I guarantee you, he is wearing a Topo Athletic shoe because... Guys, they're very comfortable. And uh, I recommend you go and get in a pair and find it out for yourself. So, Steve, take it away. Thanks to our guest, Russ Stevens, with Topo Athletic, for joining us on this week's On Track and Field podcast. The On Track and Field podcast is powered by RelayBatons.com. Custom engraved, meat, and competition legal relay batons, water bottles, and tumblers. Great for team branding, fundraisers, meet awards, and coaches' gifts. And by OnTrackAndField.com, cross country and tracks one stop source for everything you need for a successful season. Competition gear, spikes, training equipment and shoes on track and has everything you need and make sure to check out our new website on track your new source for competition and training shoes featuring Saucony, brooks on running new balance asics and hoka shoes and spikes on track and make sure to follow us on our socials at on track the letter and field at on track and field on twitter and the gram 